When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is The Handle with Matt Brown and Mike Summage on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number three of The Handle here on Sunday, one week away from the big game between the 49ers and the Chiefs. As we sit right now, it is still two in favor of the 49ers. 47 and a half is our total. Lots of incredibly smart guests today that have agreed with me today. So, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're on a roll. Fairly smart. We're, we're on a roll and tons Some of smart strong guests. opinions, still more to come. And I, I bet you they're just as smart as well. Look, we'll see. look, when the world likes something <laughs> every <laughs> now and it then cashes your yeah, idea. every yeah. now and then, I mean, we've had Matt and Mike versus yeah, the world before. Yes, yes. It sounds like it's Mike. I'm, see, I'm not even on the Pacheco under. I'm just not in love with it as much as everyone else is on, on the over. Are we, can, can we go ahead and do a week in advance? Can we just say this? We'll say it again on Saturday as well. It's a good thing that Taylor Swift is a part of this Super Bowl. I don't want. Yes. A hundred times. Yes. Especially the, if you want to bet Kelsey under anything. The complaining, <laughs> the everything, all the stuff that is going to inevitably come from all of you out there that just want to get angry for no reason about something. This is, this is in the eight figures of more people that are going to be interested in this game now, strictly because she's going to get shown five or six times over the course of the game. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if, if you don't like it, Whenever Kelsey catches the pass, close your eyes for 10 yeah, seconds. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, you it'll be do. fine. It'll be fine. If he scores a touchdown, get up and go make a cocktail. That's yeah. all you got to do. Instead of angry tweeting, well, just go have a drink. Or you know what you could do? Just play Kelsey anytime touchdown, and then you won't care who's on the TV after because he just got, got you some, some money. Yeah. This is, this is all this is all true. Yeah, there are rogue two and a halfs out there if you're, uh, if you're looking around and, and do want to take the Chiefs, but pretty much too – Across the industry, 47 and a half is, is painted across the, the entire industry. That is exactly been, been painted for almost yeah, a week. Now. Yeah, that's where we are at from a total perspective on all this. Now, we were talking about, you know, advantages and disadvantages, certainly on the offensive side of the ball. If we look at the defensive side of the ball, offenses, uh, some, some advantages and disadvantages. I think one of the things that we have really kind of honed in on is the fact that the Chiefs do get a ton of pressure on the quarterback, and if there is a weakness on the 49ers offensive line, it would be from a pass-blocking perspective. Even though they run block very well, they don't pass block all that great. 
we do expect Brock Purdy to be under some sort of duress. And I think that's one of the things if we look from a live betting strategy, I know a lot of people aren't going to be looking to lie. You're going to be partying with your friends and stuff like that. But if you're taking this super seriously, I do think that there would be something for me, Miami, you and, you and I will probably be sitting in the studio actually watching this thing <laughs> yeah. as we will be um, doing the post-game show for the Super Bowl. But if I see Brock Purdy kind of really feeling it early, that would give me that would give me some sort of signal, right, to start to look at some of the stuff on the Chiefs side of things, maybe some unders on his side. There, there, there will be some signal for me to see. You know, I'm not going to do overreact to one drive, but you know what I'm talking about. If we, if we if we see two drives where it's like, oh man, they are in the backfield a lot, and Purdy is really uncomfortable back there then I think that that would at least be some sort of signal for me from a live betting perspective. Yeah, I think that that's a good look. I think you could also look at what the Purdy in-game rushing total is if they're in the backfield a lot, because I think that will lead toward Purdy scrambling. Mm-hmm. You could also look at, like again, someone like Juszczyk, someone like McCaffrey, mm-hmm. who are going to be looked at in those blitz situations. Right now, the Chiefs sack total, 2.5 over minus 105, under minus 115, if that's something you want to look at, because you believe that's going to be advantage. From an in-game perspective, if, if they're getting a ton of pressure, I would assume that you're going to see San Francisco try and run against the pressure. If they're, but the, the key is what spots they're going to end up in. It, this really is going to be a situation for who can force what offense to be one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a big key here of what, what they can do on the offensive side. Because if Kansas City can force it to be just Brock Purdy, it's going to be a long, long day. If San Francisco can force it to be Isaiah Pacheco, I think it could be a long day for Kansas City. So we'll see what defense can have more success limiting the off- other offense. If you are just tuning in and didn't catch us in the first couple hours, didn't catch us yesterday, we did an entire two-hour prop special. You can find that on replays if you are a VEASAN Pro subscriber. You can head over to the YouTube to get select clips over there as well. The most bet prop bets over at DraftKings currently. From a player prop perspective, Patrick Mahomes over one and a half touchdown passes is your number one bet prop bet right now. Kelsey, the over on the six and a half. And we did talk about this on the show. And the reason I wanted to bring this up, this is going to seven and a half. So I can't recommend you playing a 160 prop. I'd probably just wait till this thing flipped and then just play it for a little bit smaller stake because Man, you're just not going to make very much money betting 160 props. It's just like, it's just not good for your bankroll. No, no, it's not. I, I would look right away. Like, if you want to play the over and you're comfortable with seven, seven and a, yeah. or seven, seven and a half, I would play that number now. Yeah. Because you're going to get a better now, number now on seven and a half than you will when that becomes the actual line. Uh, same with Kelsey, Kelsey receiving yards. I'd see what the 75 number is versus playing the minus 125 because it, it's at 69 and a half. So I'd look at that. To be honest with you, I don't love any of the first three props. Yeah. I did bet the Purdy over interceptions. That was actually just something I bet this morning. So I, that was a new addition for me. But it goes back into the handicap that we're, that we're saying here. Like, as you really start to dig in and you see if there is some sort of mismatch from the offensive perspective of the 49ers to the defensive perspective of the Chiefs, it would be the fact that that offensive line didn't pass protect all that well and that the defensive line for the Chiefs did get a ton of pressure over the course of the year. Purdy puts the ball in danger as it is anyway. And now if he's going to be feeling a lot more pressure – I would like to think that that you know we're we're gonna at least get a few opportunities. Like we said, we can't make the guys catch it. They just they will still have to catch it. But I I think the opportunities will be there. I, I would bet a large amount of money turnover worthy throws is not zero mm-hmm. in this game. So the question is how many are you going to get and whether or not Kansas City is going to be able to catch one of those. 
to me, that's the best Purdy prop on the board. I, I'm going to be on the passing yards under, but I'm going to wait to bet that because I do believe the game script here is going to have limited possessions. Mm-hmm. I think San Francisco is going to run the football quite a bit. I think this is going to be a close game. I think all of that leads toward pass yards under for Purdy, especially when you're talking about this pass rush and the fact that we saw him use his legs a lot more in the NFC mm-hmm. title game. That's going to be something he's going to rely on if there's a bunch of pressure on him. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if he takes off in some of those passing situations as well. From a touchdown perspective, the number one bet, Christian McCaffrey from anytime touchdown perspective, I'm going to guess that this is tied into a lot of parlays. Uh, I don't know if there's a lot of people laying 225 juice on that. I'm guessing that's tied into a lot of parlays, wouldn't you think? Honestly, 225 is not a terrible number. It's it's not. I just, you know, again, I don't know how many people are running to the book to get that down early. But anyway, that's the number one bet touchdown uh, prop from an anytime touchdown. Travis Kelsey, Pacheco, Mahomes, Mahomes. Mahomes is not a good bet at four to one. Yeah, I don't. Mahomes. Mahomes doesn't sneak the football. Remember, he, it would have to be a broken play yep. for Mahomes. So I mean, it, you know, look, it has to be a broken play, and it has to be a broken play from like inside the five. Yeah, again, he will run the football. Yeah, he will take off on third and five, fourth mm-hmm. and six, whatever it is. But generally, those scrambles happen between the twenties. Yeah, not inside, and and they, there is zero chance. There's less than 1% yes, yes, chance that yeah. Patrick Mahomes sneaks the football into the end zone. I mean, there's obviously like late game and they have to get it. Yeah. yeah. But they have shown that they do not want to sneak it with Patrick Mahomes, even on fourth and short last week in a key mm. situation. They handed it to Pacheco versus sneaking it with Mahomes. So I, I would be surprised if you get the sneak touchdown, which means you need one of these touchdowns. It's the four or five yard mm. scramble. And he loves to sit back in the pocket, extend the play, and then look for Kelsey, look for Gray, look for Pacheco, look for, like the other look thing for he's very good at doing is when those plays break down specifically specifically by the goal line is he will fake like he's going to run it in. And as soon as the defender commits, that's when he does that little dump off pass to whoever it is or whatever. Like he, he he is not, he's not taking hits and he will throw with his left hand, his right hand. He'll throw sidearm. He'll throw, uh, he'll throw pitch it. Like he finds so many unique ways to get to the football where it needs to go, especially inside the five. First touchdown, Travis Kelsey at seven to one, the most bet first touchdown over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Christian McCaffrey at plus three forty, Pacheco at six to one Debo at eight to one. And then Mahomes. At twenty-five to one, I don't mind the Kelsey at seven to one. I mean, listen, that's a decent price because if you talk about like who, who, you know, again, we know the propensity of what Mahomes wants to do. I mean, he is looking Kelsey's way now. Whether Kelsey can get open next to the goal line or not, I mean, that's to be determined. But he, he is definitely going to look for Kelsey a ton. Uh, I don't, I don't hate the seven to one. I don't think it's like, I don't think it's a bad bet. Certain something to sweat for your, you know, again, instant gratification bets. I, I, I don't. It's not terrible, but I, I think you got to remember. And producer Steph can correct me if I'm wrong. Kelsey has not had any first touchdowns before last week where he got it against Baltimore this season. So, well, he's someone that you expect to score touchdowns. It's not someone who has often gotten that first touchdown. I, I like taking shots in this market mm-hmm. and, and I'm, I'm not playing Patrick Mahomes at 25 to one, but like, I, I would rather take someone who is in the, the 35 to one range, something like that. I think Mark Scantlin's 35 to one. So he would be someone that I would look at. Use check is up there. He's a big number. I believe 28 to one. He'd be someone I'd look at. I, I'm more interested in taking a big time price versus trying to take one of these shorter numbers. And Patrick Mahomes actually priced a little bit better. If you do want to play him 28 to one now over at DraftKings, if you want to get in on that action. And then from an MVP perspective, no shock here. Patrick Mahomes is the number one MVP Money taker right now, plus 125. Christian McCaffrey at plus 475 is number two. Travis Kelsey, 12 to one. Pacheco at 28 to one. And Purdy at plus 225. And it seems as if people have kind of listened to what we talked about with the problem because there is a, there is a world that exists where the 49ers win this game and Brock Purdy is not your MVP, where on the flip side of things, it's probably going to be a lot of Mahomes in this game, at least an efficient Mahomes in this game. 
if the Chiefs win. And so I, I, I think this list looks pretty good. Yeah, I, I would agree with this one, especially where the pricing is. Actually, I disagree with one thing. I think Pacheco should be ahead of Kelsey. Mm-hmm. I, I think it should be Mahomes and Pacheco and nobody else on the Chiefs. Because if, if Kelsey has a game where he gets 120 and two touchdowns, that means Mahomes threw for that 120 and the two touchdowns. And it's highly likely he also threw for some other yardage too. So to me, Mahomes is, is very, very tough to beat. The only script I see where he gets beat is where he doesn't throw for a touchdown. And Pacheco runs for two and runs for 130, right? I mean, that's the world where it's, it's someone besides Mahomes on the Chiefs side. From a San Francisco perspective, we've seen Brock Purdy get, regardless of how you feel about him, disrespected mm-hmm. for the entire season. And there are so many weapons that are on this football team. I wouldn't be shocked if there's someone who has a big game and it's, it's McCaffrey who is able to run one in and also catch a pass or Samuel who breaks a long run and goes for a buck 20 through the air. I mean, those are logical guys to me that if you're, if you're trying to fade Purdy sitting there plus 225. Yeah, I think Debo would make the list for me on here uh, as far as like just the five I would rather have in there. Like, I mean, if he gets three carries, he could easily, one of those carries could go for 40 because that's yep. what he does. So he ends up with, 55 rushing yards to go along with another 85, 90, 105 receiving yards like that. It, there are there are ways that it gets there for Debo. Oh, 100%. There's yeah. a path for Debo. There's a path for McCaffrey. I think it would be hard for Kittle or Ayuk because mm-hmm. they're not going to get that same ground action. You're going to see that from McCaffrey. So I, I, I think for me, it would be McCaffrey and Samuel on one side. And it's, it's really just Mahomes and maybe a small piece of Pacheco. Nick Whalen from Rotowire going to join us. Give us his thoughts on the big game here a week from today. Stick around. handle here on a Sunday. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is The Handle with Matt Brown and Mike Summage on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you've been listening to all three hours, I'll make a deal with you. You go and you sign up for a year-long subscription. Use the code HANDLE, H-A-N-D-L-A. I won't do this read again the rest of the show. I think that's a wonderful deal. VSIN Pro annual subscription. It's $199. We're giving you over 50% off. 75 cents a day. Well, you get all the stuff, the best bets and the betting splits and the betting guides and all the, you know, all the articles, horse racing article, all the stuff that was that you get over at VEASAN.com, the new and improved VEASAN.com. You got to use the promo code handle, H-A-N-D-L-E. And when you do, I won't do this read again for the rest of the show. I mean, that's a wonderful. That's a deal. I mean, that, outside of the it. price, which is a phenomenal deal. Just go in and do it. There having Matt it. not have to do this again yeah. is a plus. I love it. And uh, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to, I will, I will, I will hold up my end of the bargain. So you guys got to go and just sign up. H-A-N-D-L-E. 199 bucks for a year. Over at RotoWire, you're going to find this man's work. Awesome, awesome stuff in the NFL. Also talk some NBA. I've talked to, I've talked to this man about everything <laughs> over the course of the last several years. Nick Whalen, thanks for joining us, buddy. Hey, anytime, guys. It's good to be back. And, of course, the countdown begins. Looking forward to the Super Bowl. It is. It is. I want to start with the way that we start with Everyone we've had on today, we're sitting at two in favor of the 49ers. 47 and a half is the total. When the lines came out, did did it strike you one way or the other? Did you fire immediately? Do you, are you holding off for a certain specific something? How, what do you feel about the, the side and the total? Well, first of all, I think it's about right, right? I think the 49ers are objectively the better team. I think if you stack these rosters up, especially some of the big names at the top for San Francisco, most people would agree, yeah, San Francisco, they're the more talented team. They're, they're the team that if they if each team plays their best game, the 49ers probably win. So I, I think they're a deserving, you know, point and a half, two-point favorite. I, I don't know that we're going to see a ton of movement over the next week. So I have, I've already fired on KC, guys. Uh, despite me thinking that San Francisco is the better team, I can't go against Mahomes again. I, I can't keep getting hurt like this over and over. I was the guy that took the Bills to beat the Chiefs straight up in the divisional round. And, you know, I think every year – the postseason teaches us that it's really about how you're playing in the moment, not necessarily the resume that you've accumulated throughout the regular season. You know, I, like a lot of people, had tons of questions about the Kansas City Chiefs, and I still do, frankly, about that passing game, but they found a way to figure it out with basically two reliable options in Travis Kelsey and Rasheed Rice. I don't know if I'm quite ready to throw Marquez Valdez-Scantling into that mix, even though he's made some big plays over the last two games, but uh, I, I worry about San Francisco getting off to another slow start, right? They start slow against Green Bay. They start even slower against Detroit. And I think you can get away with that against teams like that. Those teams made big mistakes, both did in the second half, especially Detroit allowing San Francisco to climb back from that three-score deficit at the half. I'm not saying San Francisco is going to be down 24 to seven again at halftime, guys, but you can't count on the Chiefs to make those same mistakes. This is as mentally tough and experienced of a team as we have in the NFL right now. Kansas City, 54 and seven straight up in the Mahomes era when they score first. So 
yeah, the Niners to me, I, I just I have some concerns about how they're playing right now. They're the team with the better resume. They're the team that's been favored in every game this season. But the Chiefs are the team I trust right now. And Patrick Mahomes, I, I think he's the most most important player singularly in in North American sports right now. And you know, I think having that advantage, nothing against Brock Purdy, this is a huge quarterback mismatch to me in favor of Mahomes. And I lean Kansas City. And when you compare the, the Detroit defense and the Green Bay defense, a lot easier to come back against the two of them in the second yes. half than it is Kansas City. So if you are down, that's a big problem for this 49ers team. Now, Nick, my partner over here, he likes some Pacheco overs. You're our fourth <laughs> guest on today. It seems like you like some Pacheco overs as well. Everyone's like the Pacheco overs here. Is there still room on the bandwagon for me to jump aboard? Look, I, I think there is. I think there is. I'm, I'm worried about how popular these are becoming. Mm. I mean, anytime touchdown for Pacheco now is down to minus 130 over at DraftKings. Uh, first touchdown, by the way, six to one uh, at DraftKings. If you have some interest there, I like the over 68 and a half rushing yards for Pacheco. That's up a couple of yards from where it opened uh, up. You know, just in the last couple hours, a full yard over at DraftKings. And I, yeah, you know, I don't know that we get a high-scoring game necessarily. You know, Kansas City, as you guys know, has been a big under team all season, 14 and six to the under counting their postseason games, but we saw the Packers run well on the Niners. I didn't necessarily think that would be the case. We saw Detroit run even better, you know, over 180 rushing yards as a team on that San Francisco defense. And I think Kansas City will at least try to do the same, right? And they have shown you know, that they are willing to, to kind of ride this out, even if Pacheco gets off to slow starts. I mean, he's averaging nearly 18 carries and over 82 yards per game over his last seven, dating back to the end of the regular season. He also has a touchdown in all seven of those games obviously coming off of a 24 carry game against Baltimore in the AFC title game. And that was one where Kansas city controlled the pace. They controlled the possessions, Pacheco was the biggest reason why. So yeah, the thing that worries me about the Pacheco anytime touchdown specifically is that, you know, sometimes we see the chiefs get a little cute around the goal line. They've even done that in big spots like the super bowl in the past. But I, I really think both sides want to attempt to win this game on the ground and Kansas or Kansas city. Like I said earlier, that's the team that I trust more to do it. So I, I'm, I'm with you guys on the Pacheco overs. I'm I'm just an, I'm yeah. a fan. I'm just, a fan. Listen, you're having a great show. Listen, I, having a great show. I, I sit here and I hear and it's just, it just I just let it wash over me. It just feels so great that everyone mm -hmm. is on the Pacheco stuff as well. All right, so let's talk Kelsey though, and it's I'm glad that you want to talk Kelsey because yeah. honestly we haven't had a ton of of Kelsey no. talk really from uh, everyone wants to talk the rushing side of things. Nobody really wants to talk right. the receiving side of things. What are you looking at from a Kelsey perspective? Well, as you guys could probably tell, I'm, I'm leaning under on the total for this game. So, you know, it, it might be a little bit contradictory to say that I also like the over 70 and a half receiving yards for Travis Kelsey. But for one, I think we're seeing a different version of Travis Kelsey over these last couple of weeks, you know, toward the end of the regular season. And then, you know, in these last two postseason games at this point in his career, you know, he's like a veteran NBA player, kind of load managing, you know, dictating pace a little bit during the regular season, but making sure he's fresh for when it matters. And I think we've seen, you know, close to, full-on Hall of Fame Travis Kelsey over these last couple of weeks. And I think he's got at least one more game in him. So the other thing is, you know, and, and I'm sure people have come on the show and said the same thing, Kansas, or San Francisco, they're going to be keying on Travis Kelsey. That's what every single team says when they play the Kansas City Chiefs. And what happens almost every time, Kelsey finds a way to have a huge impact on this game. He's gone over 70 and a half receiving yards in every Chiefs playoff game since they parted ways with Tyreek Hill. He's gone over that number in 16 of 21 career playoff games overall. Uh, and if you want to look at some other ways to target Travis Kelsey, maybe you stay away from the yardage, maybe at first half yardage, you know, over 34 and a half receiving yards to get him involved early. I don't necessarily mind a Kelsey anytime touchdown. That's at minus 110. First touchdown for Kelsey's plus 650. 
Uh, he has a touchdown, guys, in 14 of those 21 career playoff games. It's going to be interesting to see how San Francisco decides to try and stop Kelsey because you're dead on. Everyone says we're going to stop him. That's what San Francisco is going to say coming into this game. We'll see if they're able to, to come up with a way to do so. Now, in the last segment, we talked about the MVP and the five biggest uh, ticket getters so far right now. Mahomes, your favorite, obviously. McCaffrey, the second most tickets. Then the aforementioned Kelsey, Pacheco, and Purdy rounding out the top five. Do you have any leans here? Are you looking for a long shot? Or are you going more with the chalk and one of the two quarterbacks? Frankly, guys, if the Chiefs win this game, I, it's just hard for me to see it not going to Mahomes, right? I mean, there's a reason that he's at plus 125 right now, and the next Chief on the board is all the way up at 12 to 1, and that's Travis Kelsey. Um, and you think, you know, for Kelsey to win it, what does he have to do? At least two touchdowns, maybe three, you know, 100-plus yards, and then, you know, obviously those touchdowns are going to Patrick Mahomes as well. So if you're betting a Chief, I, I don't think I would bet anybody other than Mahomes. A tight end, by the way, has never even won. Super Bowl MVP, that, that streak will come to an end at some point in the future. I don't think this is the year. On the Niners side of things, I, I, I think the best value is still Christian McCaffrey. You could get him around 5-1, to one, depending on where you're shopping. And if you like the Niners to win this game, I, I think that's the way to go. Much like the regular season MVP conversation, guys, I think there will be people that are looking for reasons to not give Super Bowl MVP to Brock Purdy. You know, if it could go either way, if it's kind of one of those 50-50 Super Bowl MVPs that it feels like you get every other year or so, I, I don't know that they'll want to give it to Brock Purdy unless he has an overwhelming statistical game. And again, I, I think if, if San Francisco wins this game, it's because of what they could do on the ground with Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, he's going to have to put up big numbers to win the MVP. But uh, if they do this against a tough Chiefs defense, you have to imagine that Christian McCaffrey is the driving force behind that. So I, I get I get, you know, the, the appeal with Brock Purdy. But, um, you know, if I'm betting a 49er, it's going to be McCaffrey. And I wouldn't bet a Chief other than Mahomes. You can find his great work over at RotoWire. And if you want to find him on Twitter, he's got the most confusing Twitter handle of all time. It is his name, but the L is a one, and then you have to explain it every single time. It's like it's Waylon. It looks better written out than it does settle The L is a one and all the things like that. Nick, thanks for your perspective, buddy, and uh, good luck on everything. I, I hope you win because if you win, I win. So it feels great. Yes. Hey, it's good to be aligned with you guys, man. That's always a relief, and thanks for having me. Enjoy the rest of the show. I appreciate it. Nick Whalen over at RotoWire. Um, if anyone was wondering, I know they were. Uh, Andre Agassi and Jack Sock take down uh, McEnroe and Blake. It's an exhilarating three-set victory. In, in three, three games there. And some other news, if you're holding a Wyndham Clark ticket, they went ahead and canceled the fourth round, and Wyndham Clark is your winner uh, at the AT&T Pro-Am. Apparently, a shelter in place was uh, just issued over in the Monterey Peninsula for Monday. And so they're like, yeah, we ain't playing golf, so we're just going to end this thing. So, Wyndham Clark, 54-hole winner for you. Yeah, first time ever I have heard of this. We have a rain day tomorrow at my daughter's school. Oh. No school because of rain. And there you have it. And there you have <laughs> it. The haters, it's, it's going to come right now. A 54-hole, hey, a 54-hole yeah. event that you get uh, ranking points. If only there was another tour that uh, was doing this. A 54-hole event where you get ranking points. Oh, interesting. Anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. All right, save your tweet. I already did it for you. There. Uh, we, don't, we don't need you to do that. Our very own Zach Cohen going to join us. Let's see if he is also aligned with us. What can go wrong when everyone likes the same bets? This is The Handle with Matt Brown and Mike Summage on VSIN, the sports betting network. The World Wide Web is full of websites out there, but let me tell you, 
There's only one that is amazing. There's not that every one of them haven't gotten a new facelift in the next in the last two weeks. No, they haven't. And VEASAN.com has. Yes, it has. If you have not been to VSIN.com in a long time because you thought it was ugly, well, guess what? It's not ugly anymore. What are you doing? Do you think it was clunky? Well, it's not clunky anymore either. Hey, do you know what the, the mobile is now? It's even better. It's phenomenal. Go in, use your phone right now, pull over on the side of the road, and tell us that we're right. <laughs> pull over on the side of the road, VEASAN.com. Don't do it while you're driving. Take a look. Mobile-friendly focus. Improved functionality. Got some educational stuff over there as well. What more could you want? I'm telling you, it's worth it. Head on over to VEASAN.com today. One of the guys that you will find over at VEASAN.com, our very own Zach Cohen. You can find him on the Twitter machine at BettingOnX. Zach, thanks for taking some time here on a Sunday evening. And, uh, you know, look, let's go ahead and kick things off here with the way that I have started off every conversation with every single guest so far, which is we are sitting two in favor of the 49ers. The total is sitting at 47 and a half. What are you feeling? I'm feeling the Chiefs. I, I like the Chiefs at the money line. Uh, you get plus 110, great. I, I think I was available at plus 115 early on. I just am sick and tired of betting against Patrick Mahomes and losing, to be honest. And I know, you know, this is going to shape up as a pros versus Joes type of game. The ticket count on Kansas City definitely makes me a little nervous. There's definitely, you know, sharper, more trusted money coming in on San Francisco, but I'm ignoring all that. I, I think this is going to be a Kansas City game. I just think there's a lot more going right for the Chiefs heading into this game. I think the matchup favors the Chiefs. Welcome to the bandwagon, buddy. I've uh, been there for a couple <laughs> weeks, and it's been, uh, it's been a fun ride. Now everyone's jumping on. Uh, we'll see if they're able to keep it going here. I agree with you. I think the Chiefs are, are the side here. We'll see what happens in the game. Now, you mentioned you, you like the money line there. Right now sitting at plus 105. Mahomes' is MVP right now is sitting at plus 125. Do you think there's a world where Mahomes doesn't win the MVP if the Chiefs win? Would you recommend putting some money on Mahomes' MVP versus just playing the Chiefs' straight money line? I know our managing editor is going to make the case for Travis Kelsey and the guy that's coming out this week. So I don't want to rule that out completely. I do think it's most likely that it would be Patrick Mahomes if the Chiefs win. So, yeah, I would not have any problem with you, you know, going that way instead of taking the money line. So go for it. I just think it, you know, mitigates a little bit of risk to just take the money line, although it's a really small risk. I'd be really shocked if it's not the quarterback for the Chiefs, although I wouldn't be that surprised if it wasn't Purdy if the uh, 49ers do win. Zach, when we look at this total, we have had a lot of guests. We talked, uh, me and Mike are sitting here talking about this game a million different ways. No one talks about the total. No one. Like, like, like literally no one talks about the total. There's the disrespect. Uh, yes, this is, this is the bet that doesn't exist in this game currently <laughs> is the total. Uh, I mean, we saw the 48 goes to 48 points, uh, 48 and a half and just sat there and is sat there and continues to sit there. Do you have any thoughts at all on, on the 47 and a half? I would lean towards the under. I know no one's talking about the total. You know, it's being slept on, being a little underappreciated. I think that the under is probably the better play in this game, even though the conditions are obviously perfect uh, in Las Vegas. I do think that it's a situation where I think both of these teams do want to run the football. The Chiefs have kind of reshaped their identity. It's now a defensive-minded team that will try to run on you, try to keep the game close until the fourth quarter. At the same time, I think Kansas City, if they struggle anywhere defensively, it's the run defense. I think they're 27th in the league in rushing defensive DVOA. So I do think if the 49ers want to move the ball against the Chiefs, they need to run the ball with Christian McCaffrey a lot more than the Baltimore Ravens tried to do last week. And then all of this, you know, is that makes it a time of possession game. You know, the move, the move the chains, eat the clock. I think I think this is a game that probably ends up being somewhat close towards the end of the fourth quarter. I actually part of uh, something that I wrote on the website, which was special teams and defense props. 
because I do think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I wouldn't mind to play on like Harrison Bucker over one and a half field goals. But yeah, I think this is going to be kind of a slugfest. Now, let's flip over to the prop market here. Obviously, the Super Bowl, wildly popular with the props. We've got two primary pass receivers for Kansas City. Rice and Kelsey have gotten up 52 targets so far in the playoffs out of 91 Mahomes passes. Do you like either of them from a prop perspective here? I like Travis Kelsey a lot. Not only do I like the over on 70 and a half, I also like, you know, an alternate total of 80 plus, which I saw at plus 120. I just think this is a guy that's really been thriving since the start of the postseason. You know, he had 116 yards last week against the Ravens, obviously, potentially the best defense in the league. Uh, his target share since the start of the playoffs is 26.2%. That'd be good for the 12th highest mark in all of football over the course of the entire season. So Mahomes knows what works in the passing game, especially in the playoffs. That's locking in on Kelsey, a guy he's, you know, has earned his trust. Also, you know, look at the 49ers defense. They played two tight ends that I would say are even in Kelsey's league or even in the ballpark. Uh, that was Sam Laporta and TJ Hawkinson. Earlier in the year, TJ Hawkinson had 11 catches for 86 yards against the 49ers. And last, you know, last week in the NFC Championship game, Sam Laporta went for nine catches for 97 yards. So I do think they have you know, some trouble with elite tight ends. And I think obviously Kelsey is an elite tight end. 245 and a half now on the uh, Purdy pass yard. Yep. So they are go up, baby. Yeah, they Give me are that under. They are starting to uh, starting to bet some of these things. That's good. They're looking around. They were watching the pickleball grand slam that's on right now. And they said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go fire some Super Bowl yeah. props. I, I watch pickleball and then decide to bet the NFL all the time. <laughs> that's what's going on <laughs> right now. 245 and a half now on the Brock Purdy passing prop. And so we're starting to see some of these things just move. We saw the the Mahomes moved two yards since yesterday morning when we were doing this. So there's 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 some action coming Notice in. Notice how they're all moving up. Yes, they're all <laughs> yes. They're not moving down, that's for sure. All right, so just what when you look at the the receivers in this game outside of the tight ends, you look at the Iukes and the Debos and the scant of you know the MVSs and all that. Are you looking at any of those guys to have a significant impact here in, in this one? I mean, we talk about the elite corner play from the Chiefs. We talk about that MVS has the drop seats. We talk about all the stuff with, that goes <laughs> on with, with this. I mean, we've talked to a lot of people, and everyone loves rushing props. Everyone loves it. Nobody's talking really any of the wide receiver stuff. What say you? Well, it's not a wide receiver, but I do like George Kittle to go over as well. It's another tight end. I just think that it's another guy that his season average in terms of yards per game was up around 65. His prop total is well below that, so I do think it's good value. I also think it's the type of guy that, you know, Purdy's going to target if he is feeling the nerves of this game, having never been on a stage like this before. I do think, you know, going to the tight end is natural. And I also think that similarly, Brandon Ayuk is a guy that, you know, regularly went over 80 yards in the regular season his totals down at 62 and a half. I know the Chiefs do have some excellent cover corners, but I think that that number does strike me as a little low. So I do think if you want to play overs on receivers, I do think Kittle and I are good options. Let's uh, let's switch it over to the running backs here because it's been a very popular topic on today's show. Both Pacheco and McCaffrey. Right now, McCaffrey sitting at 88 and a half yards. Pacheco sitting at 68 and a half yards. If I told you you had to bet both numbers, you're going over or under for each of the running backs. I go over on Pacheco and under on McCaffrey because I do think that the Chiefs are going to... <laughs> is that what everybody else has said? No, no. I'm head to head on... I, this, it's just... It, it Honestly, it just... This this show could not yeah, have gone... Matt is having a show. ...any better today. I, I mean, I'm telling you, Zach, I knew you were a smart guy. And then we bring you on, and then you just go and prove it to the world. Yeah. It's it's amazing. I'm, I'm on the McCaffrey over. He likes Pacheco over, which I'm neutral on. He's going to bet McCaffrey under that. And so we've been asking everyone, and everyone is agreeing with Matt uh, right now. So give us your take. Why do you like it. these running backs going these directions? 
I just think that the Chiefs are going to sell everything to stop McCaffrey. I think they're going to force Purdy to beat him. I think that's the way you want to lose this game. If you do go down, you know, make Purdy a guy that's unproven. Mr. Irrelevant, I know you had a great season. Try to make him beat you. Don't let McCaffrey do it, especially when, you know, you've been beat up in the running game all season long. I don't think that Spagnuolo is going to let that happen. And I don't know, with Pacheco, I just think that we've seen, like I said earlier, there's a shift in the Kansas City mentality. I think they're going to pound away with Pacheco. And the 49ers defense has really not been stopping the run very well. I mean, they've been miserable defensively throughout the start of, you know, throughout these whole playoffs. And I just don't really trust them. That's one of the main reasons I do like the Chiefs in this game. You can find him over on the Twitter machine at Betting on X and all of his great work over at VEASAN.com. The new and improved VEASAN.com over there. He is Zach Cohen. Zach, thanks for your time, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Good luck on all your bets because they're good ones. Except the Checo. Except McCaffrey under. Everything else is fine. Good luck on all your bets. They are good ones. Um, Just in the middle of of everything here, Taylor Swift drops her new new album announcement. April 19th for all you Swifties out there. That is going to be hitting. Uh, Over under half a song about Kelsey on that. Ooh. I mean... They hadn't broken up yet, so under. I mean, but she, she doesn't sing positive songs about the. It's she, always she negative. She did about one. the previous dude. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Who was the previous dude? <laughs> I have no idea, but I think dude. there was at least one on folklore. I know folklore was a thing. I think All there was right. one on folklore. All right. Well, the, anyway, April nineteenth, because I know people were, were wondering. She just, yeah. she just, she just owns the world. It's right very now. thoughtful of her not to drop it Super Bowl week. Imagine yeah. if this came out on like Wednesday night. April. What's that? That is a week before the NFL draft, though. Yeah. Oh boy. Come on, now you've you've messed my plans up. I gotta yeah. binge the album for a week. I'm supposed to be doing last minute draft you, prep. You can be sitting there doing push-ups listening to Taylor Swift. <laughs> I mean, come on, Taylor, what are you doing? Do it after the draft. We'll do. You know what? I'll come out. We'll, we'll have a Taylor Swift party in the, the golf simulator. Uh, you know, you know who you know who would love to because producer Steph just loves Taylor Swift. She knows all of her songs. I know she does. And she, by that, she means n- uh, none. She doesn't know any. No, that's not true. She came up with all those props yesterday. Know any, that, that's all written no, out. That, on, was, that was producer stuff. It's all written out. On, Rush that. It's all written out on the day. We got one segment left, and we are, in fact, going to finally get to the special teams breakdown here. I, I promise it. you that no we've been cares. teasing for 45 minutes. We will get to the special teams breakdown. I have, one, I have a bet in the account. So, I mean, like, it's worth talking about when we come back. You know you want it. Come back for the special teams talk. Hey, punter. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is The Handle with Matt Brown and Mike Summage on VSIN, the sports betting network. Head to your favorite app store. Go in there. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook. Go ahead. Make a deposit. When you do, use promo code VSIN, B-S-I-N. Bet $5. And when you do, 200 instantly and bonus bets are going to magically appear in your account. You're going to go in and you say, how did this happen to me? Well, the reason it happened to you is because you used the promo code VEASAN. Go in, $5, 200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown, is yours. Matt Brown, Mike Thomas, taking you home here on a Sunday. One week from the Super Bowl, where we sit. Two-point favorites are the 49ers over the Chiefs. 47 and a half is our total. Saw a little action on some of the props just while we've been on air today. Hey. People starting to get a little interested. Pickleball got them feeling away. I, well, Maybe. hey, look, this, this, I can't believe Gaff and Sock blew that first game. They were up 8-5. to five. They lost the first game 11-9. They're roaring out of the gate here, up 7-3 in the second game. Up to 8-3 now. I know you guys are riveted by this. It is live, though. So, I'm I mean, still no, upset I couldn't it, bet this. It is, it, is, it is live. So we've been talking about it for an hour. So we are going to finally get to the, the special team aspects here of this game. And I do have a prop in, I mean, in my account on special teams. And I took longest field goal made by the Chiefs. And if you go and you look... Over the course of of the season, Bucker was money from 50-plus, and they actually cut him loose 60 once this season. He made that one as well. And now you're going into perfect kicking conditions in which you have a head coach that is very, very confident in his kicker, unlike what you're probably going to see from the 49ers. I would imagine instead of a 40, instead of a 57-yard attempt, we would probably see a pooch punt. I, I don't think we're going to be cutting it loose with Moody in this one. So I felt pretty good about that prop. And shockingly, it was almost even on both sides for that one. So I actually do have a special teams prop in the account. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. When you, when you look at these special teams, no one's really talking about special teams. Mm-hmm. That You hear everyone, offense, defense, offense, defense. Let's talk all about it. Quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. That's great. Special teams matter. They matter a lot in these games. Just ask the Chiefs last year who got a key punt return to be able to put them in position to win that football game. And when you look at special teams, it may be the biggest advantage any single side of the football has over the other. This is, according to PFF, the fourth-ranked special teams in the NFL with the Kansas City Chiefs. The San Francisco 49ers are sitting all the way down to 25th. And we saw the San Francisco, San Francisco 49ers special team struggle so far in the postseason as well. We saw a missed field goal against Detroit. We saw big returns against the Green Bay Packers. There are leaks there where when you look at this Kansas City side, they are strong. And you mentioned the kicking situation. I agree with you on your prop. Kansas City, 33 for 35 on field goals for this year. San Francisco, 21 for 25. They clearly do not trust their kicker as much. He doesn't have the same range that Bucker has. He hasn't been here before. This is going to be a close game. Special teams will play a role in this football game, and Kansas City has a better kickoff game. They're, uh, they, when you look at the touchback percentages for the two teams, Kansas City touchback rate, 87. Uh, the, the San Francisco 49ers touchback rate, just 60. So you're going to get returns from Kansas City. You won't from the San Francisco side. I would not be shocked if there's a game-changing play here from the special teams because there's such a discrepancy in the unit. So I'm looking here in the special teams tab. Longest kickoff return, 27 and a half yards. 
Butker probably isn't going to get any of them returned at all. Well, the key, if I could take the team's longest return, if I could take who has the longer kick return, sign me up mm-hmm. for, for the, the Chiefs 10 times out of 10. Because it just, if you just look at the kickoff, the, the touchback mm-hmm. percentages alone, 87 versus 60, 1 in 10 gets returned against the Chiefs, 4 in 10 get returned against San Francisco. I would lean towards under 27 and a half, mainly because, again, we're looking at these kicking conditions. We're not going to get any sort of win to get these things knocked down or whatever. Bucker's probably just going to kick it out of the back of the end zone every time. Yep. And then Moody, most of the time, is probably at least going to get it to the end zone. Now, whether those get returned or not, you still have, you still would have to get to the 28-yard line. It, especially if you like the under as well. Like I've talked about how mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a low possession game. I'm guessing there you're going to see between, you know, not in counting knees, between mm-hmm. 15 and 17 possessions in this game. Let's say this game goes under. You only have six scores. We'll call it seven scores. And then mm-hmm. the two kickoffs. That's only nine kickoffs. It's not a plethora of yes. kickoffs, yes. right? It gives Agreed. you the opportunity to, to have a limited number of returns that you're going against. And I, I, I would agree with you. Considering the kicking conditions, I'd be surprised if we see – more than two returns on kickoffs in this game, right? Under over one and a half, I'd probably like, I would take the under on uh, two and a half. If you sit here and look, one of the things too, if you think that the 49ers offense could possibly struggle at all, it does have 49ers longest punt. And that is sitting at 57 and a half yards. And if you go in and you start to look at their punter and his longs, like this dude boots it, man. Like, Like this guy, like, lays into a lot of these punts and so that's another thing I mean just again we're just kind of like trying to find little angles here and there when it comes to all that but I mean several different punts that went 60 yards and stuff over the course of the season so you know if there's more punt opportunities then there's more chances for it to go over 57 and a half yards yeah there there definitely are both teams average 43.5 net yards per punt both dead on so not a massive difference there but we have seen bigger returns from opponents from from the San Francisco side, and we've seen Kansas City draw it up and get big returns in big games as well. So I the, the long punt does not take into account return. So I like that mm-hmm. idea because I I do think Kansas City has a better chance to return the kicks. However, you you do have a big leg on San Francisco side. Both teams to score at least one field goal. The yes is minus one eighty. It's a kind of a juicy prop, but it might be something you could include in like a same game parlay or something like that. If we think it's a lower scoring game, if we think that these offenses could move the ball but maybe stall somewhere along the way, I don't I don't hate both teams making a field goal. I don't either. They're both uh kicking teams. You know, Reed mm-hmm. will go for it a little bit more often, but we also know Lee, Reed will extend his range out. Mm-hmm. So fourth and five from the forty is a kick situation for him. And with a lot of NFL coaches, that's not a kick situation for them, especially in the dome. So I, I would see Reed taking longer field goals. Moody would be the bigger concern for me, but I, I do think San Francisco is going to stall a couple times when they get mm-hmm. down in that green zone. You're going to have opportunities for Moody to kick one at one point or another. Him making it, obviously, is a little bit of a concern. Mm-hmm. We did see him miss a field goal against the Lions. We have a doink prop. Mm. Will a kick hit the uprights? It is priced at 8-1. to one. I mean, it's a terrible bet, but it's fun. It's, I mean, it's just a fun one. And if it does hit, can you imagine how awesome you're going to feel oh, you go at your party? Yeah, yeah. at you your party. Yeah, at but your party. Does it count on a kickoff? I'm, I'm going to assume it. I mean, listen, it, it probably doesn't, but it should. It probably does. It, it just says doink any kick to hit the upright. It does say any kick to hit the upright. I mean, but, I mean, I, that would be interesting because you have. 
That would be that would be there'd be questions. the Twitter the Twitterverse would Twitterverse would, 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 would be going <laughs> would be going wild. Will there be a successful on onside kick? Do not bet this. Yes, the, the, hard it, no. They're onside kicks are impossible now. Like, I mean, they're they're going to have to change that rule eventually, right? It's yeah. going to go to that fourth and twenty or so fourth, or whatever fourth and success yeah. rate yeah. over the last two years, whatever is in the NFL. Games are just over. I mean, like yeah, I mean game games are there's no there's no excitement at the end of games when teams are down two scores anymore because you cannot get an onside kick. One of my favorite props to bet, jokingly bet, not for mm-hmm. a large amount of money. Will more than two and a half players throw a pass? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Over or under two and a half in this one? We always see shenanigans it's a gadgetry we always see shenanigans in the super bowl it's that play that they drew up sitting like in the bathtub like yeah. in week four you know andy Reid's just sitting there in the tub with his mustache just you know, <laughs> sipping on a sip, <laughs> sipping on a cocktail and what, he's just like drawing up plays and he's like i'm saving that one yeah. for the super bowl what that's wildly over confusing play can i run from the 10 yes. yard line when i should just be running pacheco yeah <laughs> and that's exactly what is going to happen hunters in matter game. in yes. that one too Mm-hmm. And yeah. also, like, bad snaps and field goals have cashed that ticket for me before as well. Uh, one thing also to remember, guys, just from a uh, rushing attempt perspective when you're betting props, if you are not really a prop better along the way and you're just going to start dabbling for all this, if you bet any of the quarterback rushing attempts, just remember, kneel downs count as, a, as rushing attempts in the NFL. And so if you just correlate that to the team that, you know, again, if you, you like the Chiefs, then you could possibly get an extra three rushing attempts with Patrick Mahomes because there could be a need for three knees in this one. So it's just something to think about too. I know there's like some of these stuff, like you don't bet props all year long and then you're, Oh, I'm going to come in. And like, how can their attempts be so high? Well, you know, like kneel downs count. Yeah. And, and unlike college sacks do not count against mm-hmm. rushing totals, but the kneel downs do count against rushing totals as well. So if you're, if you're playing Mahomes and they're ahead, you want him around 32 yards <laughs> before yeah. he starts taking some knees. Cause that can get a little, little wonky. We are, one week away, two is the number, 47 and a half is the total. When we come in here on Saturday evening, what's going to be the number? What's going to be the total? Chief, uh, I'm sorry, San Francisco minus one and a half, 48. I was going to say the exact same thing. Look at us. I was Hanukkah. going to say the exact same thing. Uh, well, and then by kickoff on Saturday, I think there's at least a little bit more movement. I'm just not exactly sure which direction. Uh, it's, I mean, it's going to be pros versus Joe. The pros are going to bet San Francisco just like they bet Baltimore. The, the Joes are going to be on Kansas City just like they were against Baltimore. So for me, I mean, I'm, I'm still sticking with with uh, with the Chiefs. Last question for you. Guide coming out tomorrow. We had to guess the final score. What was your final score? Mine was 24-20, I think. I was 20-17, Kansas City. 24-20, something like that. Guys, all of our picks, head on over to the YouTube page. We did a full special. You can get all the stuff that we have in our accounts as well. Good luck on all your Super Bowl bets. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.